श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट रीडिंग भागवत गीता चैप्टर फोर ट्रांसेंडेंटल नॉलेज दिस इज अ बुक बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभाई चरण अरविंद भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपादा टेक्स्ट थर्टीन चतुर्वर्ण्यम मय सृष्टम गुणकर्मा विभागश तस्कर्तारम आपीम विद्याकर्तारम अव्यय अकॉर्डिंग टू द थ्री मोड्स ऑफ मटीरियल नेचर एंड द वर्क एसोसिएटेड विद दम द फोर डिविजन्स ऑफ ह्यूमन सोसायटी आर क्रिएटेड बाय मी एंड ऑल दो आई एम द क्रिएटर ऑफ दिस सिस्टम You should know that I am yet the non-doer, being unchangeable. Purport. The Lord is the creator of everything. Everything is born of him. Everything is sustained by him, and everything after annihilation rests in him. He is therefore the creator of the four divisions of the social order beginning with the intelligent class of men technically called brahmanas due to their being situated in the mode of goodness next is the administrative class technically called the kshatriyas due to their being situated in the mode of passion the mercantile men called the vaishyas are situated in the mixed modes of passion and ignorance and the shudras or laborer class are situated in the ignorant mode of material nature in spite of his creating the four divisions of human society lord krishna does not belong to any of these divisions because he is not one of the conditioned souls a section of whom form a human society form human society lord krishna does not belong to any of these divisions because uh-huh human society is similar to any other animal society but to elevate man from the animal status The above mentioned divisions are created by the Lord for the systematic development of Krishna consciousness. Hmm. The tendency of a particular man toward work is determined by the modes of material nature which he has acquired. such symptoms of life according to the different modes of material nature are described in the 18th chapter of this book a person in krishna consciousness however is above even the brahmanas although brahmanas by quality are supposed to know about brahman the supreme absolute truth most of them approach only the impersonal brahman manifestation of lord krishna but a man who transcends the limited knowledge of a brahmana 
and reaches the knowledge of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Shri Krishna, becomes a person in Krishna consciousness or, in other words, a Vaishnava. Krishna consciousness includes knowledge of all different plenary expansions of Krishna, namely Rama, Nrisimha, Varaha, etc. And as Krishna is transcendental to this system of the four divisions of human society, a person in Krishna consciousness is also transcendental to all divisions of human society, whether we consider the divisions of community, nation, or species. Hare Krishna. Jai. Text 14. Namam karma nilimpanti, name karma falespriha, itimam yo bhijanati, karma bhirna sabadhyate. There is no work that affects me, nor do I aspire for the results, the fruits of action. One who understands this truth about me also does not become entangled in the fruitive reactions of work. Purport As there are constitutional laws in the material world stating that the king can do no wrong or that the king is not subject to the state laws, similarly the Lord although he is the creator of this material world, is not affected by the activities of the material world. He creates and remains aloof from the creation, whereas the living entities are entangled in the fruitive results of material activities because of their propensity for lording it over material resources. The proprietor of an establishment is not responsible for the right and wrong activities of the workers, but the workers are themselves responsible. The living entities are engaged in their respective activities of sense gratification. And these activities are not ordained by the Lord. For advancement of sense gratification, the living entities are engaged in the work of this world. And they aspire to heavenly happiness after death. The Lord, being full in himself, has no attraction for so-called heavenly happiness. The heavenly demigods are only his engaged servants. The proprietor never desires the low-grade happiness such as the workers may desire. He is aloof from the material actions and reactions. For example, the rains. The rains are not responsible for different types of 
vegetation that appear on the earth. Although without such rains there is no possibility of vegetative growth. Vedic Smriti confirms this fact as follows. Nimitta matram evasau sri jiyannam sarga karmani pradhana karani bhuta yato vai srijya shaktayah. Quote In the material creations, the Lord is only the supreme cause. The immediate cause is material nature, by which the cosmic manifestation is made visible. Unquote. The created beings are of many varieties, such as the demigods, human beings, and lower animals, and all of them are subject to the reactions of their past good or bad activities. The Lord only gives them the proper facilities for such activities and the regulations of the modes of nature. But he's never responsible for their past and present activities. In the Vedanta Sutra 2.1.34, it is confirmed. Vaishamya nairgrinyena sapekshatvat The Lord is never partial to any living entity. The living entity is responsible for his own acts. Haribo! Now, Let's just stop here and think for a moment. You are responsible for your own activities. So do not blame that this is God making you do it. Or if somebody else is... Oh, no. Okay. If somebody else is also doing something towards you, do not say that God is doing it through other person. Unless the other person is a pure devotee, of the Lord, then God may be doing something through that person because that person is an instrument in the Lord's hands. Okay? But basically, basically, if that person would actually be the instrument in the Lord's hands, then they would do something very, very helpful for you because pure devotees, they are as much well-wishers as the Lord himself. So when we say that you are doing something or somebody else is doing something, it's their own responsibility and it's your own responsibility that you are in this material world to experience the, experience the three kleshas, right? The three kleshas means threefold miseries. First is miseries arising from the body and the mind Material body and material mind are the source of misery. And it's your responsibility that you've decided to turn away from the Lord and live your own independent material life. So, our own responsibility. And second is 
first is adhyatmika, second is adhibautika. It's your responsibility that uh, you're in this material world and other people may hurt you or may cause disturbance towards you, to you, uh, disturb you, because it's their own free will how they act towards everybody. We are in the place where material world is a place of rebellious conditioned souls and usually everybody is trying to lord it over material nature and everybody else so there there's bound to be conflicts and the third is adhi daivika is disturbances caused by natural catastrophe and demigods well same same so i think that one of the biggest spiritual uh, spiritual you can't say spiritual advancements one of the biggest um, realizations we need to have in order to make spiritual progress and make actual spiritual advancement is to understand that you are responsible for your own life and your own actions and Krishna you can't blame God for everything and you can't blame God for anything, basically, in the sense. He has given you everything. What he has given us? First of all, we are here parts and parcels. So he has given us our minute independence. He gives us the proper facilities for our activities and the regulations of the modes of nature. That's what he has given. Regulations and facilities. What you do with them? depends on how enlightened you are, how much knowledge you have, how educated, spiritually educated you are, and how much good association you have to make that progress, to face, to be responsible for all of your past misdeeds, and then to actually deal with it and move forward towards being transcendental to all of this. But you can't become transcendental to everything overnight. There has to be some hard work put in. Right? Okay, I don't know where did that all of that come up. But I, I mean, in, in my life, some, I'm going through something where this is uh, actually one of the... Um, how do you call this word? In Russian, it's called aktualny, but in English it's called... Um, relevant. This is very relevant to me in my life. That's why I'm at this point, at this moment, so that's why I'm speaking this out. And and naturally, you know, you will stop being a victim, you know, constant victim of circumstances, constant victim of other people's actions. You know, okay, like, we got it. You are in pain and you're suffering. Like, uh, speaking for myself, say, yeah? Um, somebody did something wrong towards me. I feel hurt. I feel... Um, say I feel miserable because of that because of some event or some people's actions and now what do we do and how do we continue spiritual life in spite of these events one of the biggest disservices you can do for yourself is to blame Krishna. To, to think that 
I've I've been having everything fine in my spiritual life, and now Krishna decided to give me this lesson through this person to hurt me so much that I can't even focus on my japa. Grow up, you know, Krishna. He is he is transcendental to all of this. Krishna would not create a plan to disturb your chanting by hurting you through this particular person or human being. You know? So, when we finally understand that, you know, you are responsible for yourself and other living entities are also responsible for themselves. And then there's Krishna, who is transcendental to all of this and who would really like for us to to have a relationship with him and to to get out of this illusion of material conditioning yeah I think one of the biggest um, one of the biggest necessities in spiritual life is to really really Understand what is the Lord's or Sri Krishna's, you can say, mentality or mood, or how does he think actually? You know, this Bhagavad Gita, he himself he explains how he thinks. He, he says, I don't like this. He says, In my opinion, this is that. And here Krishna says, Well, um, there's no work that affects me. He says, I am the non doer, I am unchangeable, right? I remember one time Srila Prabhupada said, in some other book, I don't remember which book, he said that basically atheism or, you know, being, he was speaking about impersonalism or or atheism. He said that when we think that Krishna is just like us, we're making a mistake. So we're judging Krishna. We don't see that difference between Krishna and ourselves we're making a big mistake so we are conditioned souls we are fallible we are affected by this and that but Krishna he is not like that understanding his transcendental position his nature his impartiality you know Otherwise, what is going on? Like some other devotees, they are uh, in bliss, in nectarian waves of the holy names, and then I am here miserable because for some reason Krishna doesn't like me. <laughs> this is such, such ignorance. Krishna likes everybody. <laughs> but we make our own mistakes. But we can rectify them by His grace if we really know what we're doing. (laughs) Okay. That was a very long and monologue. My apologies. Um, Let's finish this (laughs) purport. Okay. So, the Lord is never partial to any living entity. The living entity is responsible for his own acts. The Lord only gives him facilities through the agency of material nature, the external energy.
anyone who is fully conversant with all the intricacies of this law of karma or fruitive activities does not become affected by the results of his activities. Wow, this is a very important point. We have to be fully conversant with the, all the intricacies of this law of karma. See? Wow, this is interesting, right? Hmm. And that's why we have Bhagavad Gita. Okay, in other words, the person who understands this transcendental nature of the Lord is an experienced man in Krishna consciousness. And thus, he is never subjected to the laws of karma. One who does not know the transcendental nature of the Lord and who thinks that the activities of the Lord are aimed at fruitive results, as are the activities of the ordinary living entities, certainly becomes entangled. Certainly becomes entangled himself. This is a misprint. Certainly becomes entangled himself in fruitive reactions. But one who knows the supreme truth is a liberated soul fixed in Krishna consciousness. Jai. Wow, I think I had this experience then. Like, I didn't know the intricacies of this law of karma. And because of that, I, I could not be fixed in Krishna consciousness, meaning I was a bit distracted by uh, the problems <laughs> that have been brought up by the laws of karma. And... Uh, um, irresponsible actions of myself and uh, the situation that have arised. So, that's very interesting. Okay. Jai. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow.